0: Turn?
1: No, I knew you were waiting That's why I just <laughs> sat here I'm Like a goon
0: Oh man What well, was something funny if it would be like Oh you know why camping is a good time Because it's intense <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I do right, It's energy Put in your booby rocks Live your best life Keep doing you So Much Genergy! 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 Let's stick together with some high kicks! wow Bow! bow. <laughs> Alright everybody, welcome back to this episode of So Much Genergy! I can only do that noise now because we found out the $150 meditation drum isn't here. You can't hear it!
1: Was there a recall? No, you can't
0: hear it on my headset. So when we record, I bang it, and then it's like noise canceling, and you can't hear it. So I just...
1: That does happen with high noises.
0: Yeah. Or usually when I laugh. Right. Blocks me out. So yeah, good times. So I'm here with my podcast partner, Jeff Jones.
1: That's right, Jen. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Jeff Jones here with the podcast host... Jen McKinney. Jen, Jen how are McKinney. you doing this week?
0: We're having a great time. So I just wanted to follow up because last week we talked about um, we ended, we were going to take Linus to the dog park.
1: Oh yeah, the dog bar.
0: Yeah, bark bar. The bark and bar. And it's like a whole process. You got to walk into one gate, let him off the leash, and then all the dogs come in, smell him and bark. And then they all run around like in a gang. And then he's scared. And then they all dissipate. Until there's three male and female dogs that won't leave him alone and keep trying to violate him. So. Oh,
1: yeah. You're going to get that, that classic bar. Yeah. It's good to know it's the same in the animal world.
0: <laughs> I know. There's one, like, um, it was like a big, huge labradoodle. You know how they're, like, super fluffy and just, oh, yeah. I mean, this thing was, like, black and dog. white. And just literally walked over him and just started trying to get him. And I was like, he's a boy. And then the, his mom came over and was like, she's not picky. And I was like, well, that's.
1: Yeah, it weird. runs in the family. Yeah. Oh, okay. thanks, lady.
0: Yeah, I know. I was like, and then they just weren't, I don't know. I feel like people weren't watching their dogs enough. And then, well, it no, was just...
1: you're there to drink and socialize, just the dogs are there to hang out.
0: Yeah, but uh, some of the requirements I thought would be a little more strict, I guess. Like it was like you have to have a harness on your dog and have to have a collar, you know, cuz like if they start fighting, you know, you got to yeah, be gotta ready. Yeah, you some
1: pulling parts.
0: Some dogs didn't have anything on. And I was like, "Oh, I don't like that." Because they well, have then, nothing
1: to even grab, no collar, yeah, nothing. Yeah. 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 And then there
0: was like one dog, you know, some dogs kept barking at Linus and then I was like, oh, I don't like that, and they're like, Oh, she's fine, and I'm like, <laughs> Is she? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, and then I felt like the more nervous I got, then it... more dogs kept coming around him, and right. So I was trying to calm down, but so you know how I was talking about Doc's rocks on here, right? Oh yeah. Um, we went to Doc's last weekend. It was a good time, but some of his um, where he gets his stuff from. Yeah. The piles are smaller. And so, like, the finds are a lot smaller. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff in there, but there's just everything was so small in this right. time. I don't know. It's not like we were defeated, but at the same time, when you get kind of spoiled and you get these big, huge yeah, rocks. Yeah, was
1: that just a fluke, the big, huge rocks? Or is this just a coincidence that this shipment of stuff he got in is just more minute?
0: Well, I think due to COVID, some of the mines aren't, like, aren't open and so we can't get product from some of the mines that he used to get from and so i think we just got in at a good time you know and then now because it's at you know where people aren't shipping as much and so when we left we found this other place called froggy bottom gem mine and so we go in there and have zero expectation right right
1: froggy bottom
0: yeah froggy bottom all right and so we go in there they have like 40 80 and 120 and twenty dollar buckets like this 120 and twenty dollar bucket is called the mother load okay so i look at josh and i'm like oh i don't know because we've never been there and i just thought we we're going to get a small bucket he's like well we might as well do the mother load and i was like oh shit really like yeah it's called
1: the mother load
0: it's called the mother load and I'm not joking it was some of the biggest rocks I've ever seen and gotten in our life this like the size of my desk would be full of our spread that we got
1: how long does it take to go through the mother load
0: so it took us you
1: you sift it
0: so there's this gravel okay like so you got a shovel the bucket so they bring it over in a wheelbarrow And then, like, it's, the bucket is huge. You know, like, a big ice bin that you would fill, like, for hot days on, like, when you have a party? Yeah. So, it's big, like, this big.
1: Like a Gatorade container?
0: No, like a metal with two handles. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, like, this wide, you know, like, tall, like a, almost like a small bathtub, like, for outside. Yeah, but you're gonna
1: fill it with ice and beer and food. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, one of those full of gravel and rocks and... So the kids in there are like, oh, well, basically you just look for colored rocks because the gravel, I was more excited about the gravel, right? Because it was all shiny and like.
1: Do not be lured in by the gravel. Yeah,
0: and I was like, oh, that's just gravel. Okay, just kidding. But you do get a sifter, but you get like a little spade shovel and then, or like a little garden shovel, and then you get like a bigger handheld shovel. Right. Do you ever just
1: show up with your own tools? I'm surprised by this point you don't just carry your own tools and have like your own apron with like. Your own engraving No,
0: because it's part of their process. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, I didn't but, know if you just show up and like... Like you open up a briefcase and now all of a sudden you're like...
0: Well, it is funny because Josh is like, gloves. oh, what's this? Like, look at this. What's this one? But I already know what it is before, you know, he has to look at like the little reference sheet that they have on the wall but dang like we got this one piece of amethyst that was literally like so big it was like this big just a big huge crystallized chunk i just started crying like i couldn't believe it you know what i mean and when josh hit there was one spot like we hit the bucket and he's like i think that's the bottom and i'm like i think that's a rock and it was a rock and it was huge and nice i don't know if you've ever seen tiger's eye when it's raw but nope. it's just as shiny when it's raw i did not Is expect that like an that. amber color Yeah, so you know how, like, when you move it, it kind of looks like a tiger's eye? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, kind of got that, like...
1: Kind of like a cat's eye marble?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so, I just didn't expect it to be that iridescent when you move it as a raw rock. You know, I thought when you polish it, that's what made it shiny, you know, or iridescent. And that's not it at all, which was crazy. Yeah. Nice. And then, you know what's super crazy is when we did the lo palooza this year yeah i did a like a little build a booby rock box oh yeah and in the box i had purchased a whole set of um dalmatian jasper which was the little white stones with little black dot Mm -hmm. come to find out there's a those are for joy which I didn't know, I just ordered them because I was excited about what they look like. Right. So when we get here, the very first piece I pull out of the, the big, huge bucket is a big piece of Dalmatian Jasper that's like this big. I mean like- Like the size of a Bigger than my hand.
1: Or a tennis ball?
0: Oh, that, no, like as big as softball? my hand.
1: Oh, like a Canadian bowling ball.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was huge.
1: Right. And then like we bigger found a whole bunch ball, of that, right.
0: yeah. And then at this place you get two free cuts. So you get one cabochon and one gem cut.
1: What's a cabochon?
0: So cabochon is flat on the bottom and it's rounded on the top. So like for jewelry, you can make like a little pendant, a brooch, right. okay. a ring.
1: Do they give you both halves?
0: No. They don't they don't have it. They you give the you pick which stone you want them to cut and then they I mean they
1: Right, but if they if they cabochon it, it's just like cutting it right in half, right? Where you get a flat spot and a the turtle shell, like a turtle shell, right?
0: Well, they got it. Yeah, but they have to shape it out of what they're cutting.
1: Oh, I got you. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, they, they throw away the rest. They're like, right. you know, we destroy the rest. Right. I'm like, do you? You probably keep it, but okay. Yeah. So, nice. we'll get those in a little bit. So, that's the first time using this place we're pretty excited about because...
1: What's that called? Swampy bottoms?
0: Froggy. Bottle. Froggy
1: bottom. Froggy. Yeah. Froggy bottoms? Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, there's a little pub in... Blowing rock that we go to that the food is phenomenal. Like, do you like bison burgers?
1: Yeah, they're not. Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah. I just feel like they are a lot, you know, they're it's a pretty lean meat. And mm-hmm. some people are like, well, it's not good. But man, they have the best bison burger I've ever had in my life.
1: Nice. I yeah. had a uh, bacon cheeseburger last night. Yeah. The youngest it was his birthday. So he chose the restaurant. We went to a restaurant. I've ate there before. Usually I'm not a not that i'm not a fan of the place it's just the burgers are like I guess right but usually they're on like a pretzel bun which to me oh. i don't i love pretzels but a pretzel bun is always it's too tough and it it's takes too, too long much. to chew yeah it's too much and usually their buns that this place has are usually like a pretzel bun but it's not a pretzel bun but it still looks handmade and kind of has a twist to it it's, okay. it's too thick either way yeah we went there the yesterday for his birthday I'm Like, yeah i guess and they brought me a brioche bun which just pretty much looks like a regular hamburger bun this was probably the best bacon cheeseburger, Jen, ever.
0: Brioche is game changer.
1: The bacon itself was so good that like the second bite into this, I was thinking, oh my gosh, this bacon itself is a, would, a great meal. Just yeah. a killer. The bacon. I couldn't believe it. Mind blown. Mind blown. The cool thing is my oldest one got a job there last week. And so we went there. He wasn't working. He was actually with us for the youngest one's birthday, but the youngest one wanted to go there. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. And uh and it was just so good. It was mind-blowing.
0: Dang. That Dang sounds shit. so good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean,
1: I always love I always try to get a bacon cheeseburger, but usually it's like and eh, the bacon's there. But yeah. sometimes sometimes the bacon is Do You tell it.
0: them how to cook the bacon though?
1: No, I just order it.
0: Oh, sometimes I well we always tell them extra crispy.
1: I probably no, that is usually when I like it. It's usually extra crispy. It's you when it's tell not. It's when it's kind of Oh. Chewy? Yeah. Like when it doesn't crisp, it Limp. just tears <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, yeah. and it's stuck in your teeth and shit. I like it crispy enough. It doesn't get stuck in my teeth.
0: Yeah. We usually say, can you bake, make the bacon crispy if we get yep. something with bacon on
1: it? Yeah. I usually order them tater tots like that. I try to get hash browns like that. i I was like, can you just burn them? Like when you think they're done and the guy's like, here, these are getting a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because growing up, dad always made fried potatoes with everything. So oh, I always yeah. liked the burnt ones.
0: Right. Same. So, how to go with your gong paint?
1: Oh, Jen, I did paint two meditation gongs that I had yeah. painted out of symbols. Here, check it out. Here is okay. the first one, okay? Check yeah. this. If you you can describe it, I'll hold it up here to you.
0: Ooh.
1: Can you see it? It's got purple, gold, yeah. it silver. It kind of looks very blue.
0: peacockish to me.
1: It is very peacockish.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, this was like my purple, first attempt. Greens, blues. Yep. Ignore this over here. This was some cast off from. So, basically, after I did this, it is I realized that the paint is too thick and it takes away from the resonance of the gong itself. Okay, gotcha. To really give it that reverbering and like, oh, boom. Oh, yeah. Boom. So, okay. the paint was too thick. Okay. So, I painted a second one. I thinned out the paint a lot. And I actually, for the first time, doing any pour painting, I spun it. I have like a uh, Lazy Susan.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That
1: I had bought when I started doing pour painting just to kind of turn things while you're working on it. yeah. And I've seen people use it to like put records on and pour paint and spin the crap out of it. And like, yeah. and I noticed when I do that on, or when they do that on the records, they always comment, like it really thins the paint out. And I'm like, that's what I need. So I spun this one, did this one here. If Ooh. you can see it.
0: Yeah, this I love one, that. I, only,
1: I only used red, orange and yellow with yeah. a little bit of white, but I put some silicone in with the paint to kind of yeah. give it these cells. Yeah. See where it gets like air bubbles. And then when the bubbles pop, you can see the color that was underneath it. Yeah. And this one, I thinned it out a lot more. And it's still not enough resonance for a, a gong, for okay. me to call it a gong. Yeah. So I got to I gotta hit the drawing board again. I got to try to thin this paint out even more. Okay. I got it. So I, yeah, it's going to take a little bit more research. Trying to figure out what can I mix with my paint? instead yeah. of the paint medium i'm using what right. can i mix to thin it out and so, still
0: make it stick
1: yeah make it stick yeah and i want it to but i need it to gong if it's not gonna gong then it's just yeah this point looks like a mandala or something you know what right. i mean Right. yeah so no nope, needless to say i got to go back to the drawing board on those okay uh, check this painting out though i did make at the same time of making those ones because i was trying to work with the silicone in different cells yeah Ooh. I don't know if you can see this. This is blue, white. It's got a little bit of gold in it.
0: Yeah. It looks very like, almost like if you took water bubbles that had paint on them yep. and just pressed it.
1: Yeah, that's it. It's just spot on what it looks like. I wish I could show you better in the camera. There is gold, like in those colors there. If you oh, can yeah. see the gold in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I always like putting, I always try to use gold or copper or different types of metallic paints yeah. just a little bit because I feel it really accents the. The primary colors right but besides that I'd had somebody contact me and ask if I any way I could pour paint they had seen your sister's clock and vase okay okay somebody who had seen your clock her clock and vase yeah and so they had asked her hey would your brother be interested in pour this painting this is the a,
0: Tupac a, right?
1: yeah the Tupac clock and vase set that I made okay. her for Christmas they had, yep. she had somebody had seen it and so they'd asked her hey would you be interested in pour paint and maybe a guitar and so she asked me, and I'm like, is it acoustic or electric? And she's like, I have no idea. I'm like, either way, I'll do it. So I'm starting tomorrow. They brought, I got it, acquired it this week, starting tomorrow. am going to pour paint an electric guitar. It is electric, too. Sweet. Yeah, I'm psyched about it. Uh, That's the lady cool. Wa- yeah, the lady got it and wants to give it to one of her kids, but she had gotten it from a, another relative, and the kid had seen the guitar before, and she doesn't want it to feel like it's oh. just so-and-so's old guitar, here's a yeah. hand-me-down. She's like, so if he could just paint it kind of make it look different. So I asked, well, all right, what's a few colors they like? Said, "Uh, this is funny too. They said purple and green. I'm like, all right, I like purple and green. So I went to Joanne's, picked up paint and stuff. Guess what the colors were I picked out? Because I like the metallic colors. So I got metallic purple, amethyst. It's called amethyst and the green is emerald. (gasps) Emerald, metallic, green. I didn't even go by the name. I was going by shades of green and colors that I like. It just so happened to be amethyst and emerald metallic colors is what I'm going to pour paint this electric guitar starting tomorrow. Hmm. I'm psyched. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that comes out. The, uh, yeah. Another thing I was ex- on, sim- kind of similar to that, that's keeping me excited about the pour painting was that Griff asked me if there any chance I could pour paint his bedroom door. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, like one side of it. We're not going to pour paint the side that the hallway faces. I ain't trying to look at it. Right. Like, you know, I mean, I would, but obviously anybody else in the house. Yeah. So after I'm done with the guitar, I said, well, let me finish. Let me do this guitar, see how that comes out. And then we'll definitely pour paint your door.
0: Yeah. Cool. So we're going to pour
1: paint his bedroom door. I'm psyched about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that'll be a lot of fun. So if you can, I'll take pictures and you can put it up on our, on our media page.
0: Yeah, for sure. So the joke at the beginning, we were talking about intense.
1: <laughs> right? You were talking about intense. That's
0: what I was talking about. I wanted to talk this week and just have like a short discussion about people's intentions okay right and so do you think that people do you think they bring their best self forward do you think they're they try to be their best self at all times
1: no the majority of people i think the majority of people no are selfish okay that's you know what i mean so i guess i don't think they put their best self forward but i think I think they put forward the version of themselves that they want you to see. Okay. Like if you think about it, every single person that you've ever met in your life has a different opinion about who you are. Sure. Whether it's a person at the grocery store or a teacher you've had or your best friend, those everybody. No two people have the exact same impression of you.
0: Right. Well, and they're bringing it, it. They're seeing you through their own filter, right? Which is like their experiences, their beliefs, you know, how you project yourself. You know what right. I mean? And so, yeah, that's pretty interesting. If I do think
1: there's ways you can look at people and figure out, are they genuine? Or if, are, you know, are they lying to you? Like a lot of detectives will do, you know what I mean? There's always telltale signs. Yeah. But I think the impression you give off when, uh, let's say first impression, say somebody comes in for a job interview. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That first impression, it's very hard to change that. And it's, I hate to say it, it's always, no matter what, it's going to be physical. Mm, yeah. It's going to be a physical impression because they have nothing else to base it on. If you've had no other communication prior to that, like a job right. interview, they only look at a piece of paper. They can look at it, see my education, see everything. But when I show up, if I look like a mess, it doesn't matter what's on that resume problem.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know what I mean? What's weird is if I have like a sketchy looking resume, not a lot of experience, but I show up and I look confident. I look clean cut. I'm well-mannered. I shake hands. I do everything. It probably is not going to really matter what's on that paper, depending yeah. on what the job is, obviously. Sure. You know what I mean? A lot mm-hmm. of it's based on physical first impressions. I believe. Yeah. And it's hard to change that after the fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Josh made a statement to me one time. He said, you know, you always see the best in everybody. And I feel like, I do see the best because that's almost like that's what I put out there I mean because I'm just me all the time just that's my authentic self and so I want them to be their authentic self which is like if they're at their best then that's what they show me right you know and so when we were talking um, actually about this topic it was interesting because I can feel A lot of times when somebody's not genuine or, you know, it'll be like a gut feeling or, you know, a lot of times I'll just hear like, oh, that's some bullshit. You know what I mean? Right.
1: And I think a lot of that could be their physical signs they're giving off. Are -hmm. their eyes looking to the left? Not like to the left or to the right, but are they like, look, you know what I mean? Is their feet like if their feet is facing the door, they're trying to leave regardless. If their feet aren't facing you and you're talking, if there's no eye contact and the feet aren't facing you. Then that instills they just want to be anywhere else
0: oh that's interesting because like if if i'm across from somebody and they're very intense energy and i don't want direct energy contact i turn sideways so that that doesn't get like almost in my heart space
1: right and by doing that though you're giving them the impression of disinterests sure by looking off to the side i guess it depends if you're the one doing the talking and you're look kind of looking off to the sides this and that then I don't know that I think that's different than if they're talking to you and you're looking off to the sides, Mm -hmm. or if your feet are facing the door your arms are crossed or your legs are crossed you know what I mean yeah all those barriers that people put up yeah I've read in the past looking up things to like before I go into an interview with and it makes and that's kind of where I heard the foot thing and I started paying attention to that on people is when people are sitting down and they go to stand up if their feet automatically point at the door they want out oh but if they stand up and their feet are still pointing at you then they just comfortably stood up and are comfortable with what's happening yeah you know what i'm saying but right that's how i can i don't know it was one of the telltale signs as far as like how do you how do you think you did at that interview oh, okay but at the end if they stand up or they come around the table or they stand up and start moving right away they yeah. want out even if it's mm. their office they want yeah. to yeah you know i what think I mean? too
0: uh, the biggest sign uh, that i've noticed uh, crossing your arms to block you off like nothing's getting out and nothing's coming in
1: yeah that is definitely a it's a defense or a wall that they're that you put up or a barrier and it does yeah. it won't let other things in your mind right. won't comprehend that
0: yeah oh it's an automatic block and it you blocks know. your solar plexus too which is where you feel right and so um when you do that you do block people off and the other thing too is when you say i know yeah i know there's no nothing left. You have closed off all information. Nothing else is getting in there. Right. The minute you say I know, you have just shut down the whole conversation to, for the other person and yourself.
1: Right. I know.
0: I know. I know. I was gonna
1: say I know, but I was trying <laughs> not to say that I hear you. I hear you.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, when it's very hard. So um, I was thinking of you know when you're in a training capacity. So if you're trying to train somebody and they're like, yeah, I know, then, oh, yeah. oh, okay, well, that person, their energy and words and all their language, all the signs have pointed towards, I'm done listening to you, and there's nothing else to say about that. Yeah. So I was training um, one girl, and she kept saying that, yeah, I know, I did that before. Yeah, I know. But it was totally related to some other place she worked at. So I was trying to, like, connect all the puzzle pieces at this this job. So then all of a sudden, it, when I had, like, a little um, information sheet that would ask about that, she's like, we didn't even talk about that. And I'm like, oh, we couldn't. Like, you, you knew it. You, you knew, knew the it. answer. So she's right. like, no, I knew it from the last job. And I'm like, okay, but you said I know and then made it very clear there was no nowhere to go in the conversation.
1: Right. So we moved on. Yeah.
0: Right. She's like, Well, I don't know how it applies now. And I'm like, Exactly. You're like I was trying to show repercussions.
1: Your actions then had repercussions now.
0: Right. So it's just very closed minded. And so I think if you're I I find that if you have those great conversations, like you ever just meet somebody and you can just have like any conversation and say anything that you want no matter what and know that you're not being judged.
1: Yeah, and another kind of along them same lines is that if somebody does talk to you, you have those conversations with people where they are just opening up and they're telling you like, even if it's somebody you just met, they're telling you about their faults and this and that. then that person probably is being genuine because if, if they're telling you crappy stuff about themselves not being a downer but if they're just like telling you about some of their yeah that they're just that comfortable with you that they are probably more than likely being honest right most people don't lie about tripping and falling on the way like you know what i mean yeah like if i have an incident in the parking lot like on my way in the store and i trip over the curb fall and roll across the snow when i go into right aid you better believe i'm looking at the first person but but john i just ate it out there yeah you know what i mean i'm still still recovering yeah you know, and then
0: some people are like, uh, okay. Like, I do feel like some right. things in life happen where you almost need to justify, like, did you just see that? Right. You know what I mean?
1: I do think though, to give, a, to give off the impression of that you are being your most genuine self, I think all you have to do is be honest. Right. I think if you're just an honest person, you don't have to work so hard at, like, again, this comes, the guy I work with, Guy, he lied, like, it's a ridiculous amount. This guy yeah. will lie on top of a lie and then lie to the point that he's he's already contradicted his first lie all in one conversation it drives yeah. me nuts but he works so hard at all of the lies that when you physically see him and he's talking to you it's almost like he's so tense Be- you know what i'm saying like yeah. the way he's even standing because he's concentrating so hard on like the bullshit you know he's telling you yeah and you just want to be like stop i just i got other shit that i could be doing right now i don't need to listen to this yeah like you're just i don't know if you just are honest all the time you'll come across a lot more genuine i think and you'll just right. make people more comfortable and at least want to talk to you or associate with you and not
0: yeah i did want to share too like now that you've said that that made me think of this is um you know when somebody says something and you know, when you're, when somebody's saying something and you're agreeing with them just for the sake of agreeing with them, but might not believe it, right. when you agree with them, your unconscious mind believes whatever you're agreeing to. Oh yeah. So yeah. if you say like, Hey, this guy at work sucks. And I go, yeah, yeah I tell know. Tell me about it. Right. You I just agreed. Yeah. And
1: now that's just going to enforce yes. to that guy who's going to carry it on. And not only that, but probably to the next person. Be like, two, that guy sucks. And then when they're like, oh, no, that guy's okay. Like, he paid for my lunch the they day. He'd be like, well, Jeff and I think he sucks. Right. Because I did agree with him just yeah. to get on with <laughs> my day.
0: Right. But what I'm saying is, like, if you don't agree, if you don't agree, you don't. I mean, I'm not saying be argumentative. You don't have to, you know, like, um, there's some conversations I have with people, even family, when they'll say something and I just sit there because I don't agree with it. And I'm not about to argue. Right. So even though when I'm on the phone, I just shake my head. No, because I don't agree with it. And I don't even want to believe it and let it in there
1: and just try to change the subject.
0: Yeah. 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 So I just wanted to share that because once you agree and then all of a sudden it starts messing with your beliefs and the projections that you're putting out there and your own mind, because a lot of times when you talk about other people, your unconscious mind doesn't even know that it's about that person right so when you're like oh i hate so and so all your unconscious mind hears is hate you know
1: right oh yeah
0: and so then it gets ugly for you so yeah crazy
1: and again that's just if you tell the truth all the time you're gonna come off as a genuine person oh man no, I didn't want to say genuine there. What's the word? It starts Authentic? with Authentic. Authentic. Yeah. Authentic. I was going to say artifact?
0: Yeah,
1: no. Antarctic? What am I thinking? Authentic. Authentic.
0: Yeah, I think when people are, you know, when people are like, oh man, authenticity. Like if you ask somebody like, what's authenticity to you? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel, oh, I just got chills.
1: I think it's just being you, being original, being yeah. honest. It's yeah. just being 100% you. If yeah. you don't- If you don't lie about anything, you don't have anything to work, work at.
0: Right. Well, and it goes back to intention, right? Like, what is the intention of you omitting the information? Because you want me on your side? Are you, do you need to connect with me? Almost like, um, what, there's a term, um, toxic connection. So it's like, if, if you and I hate the same guy at work, now we have a toxic connection because we both hate that other person. You know, like f- smokers too, like that, if that's a habit, you know, like it, you would never talk to those people any other way. But now that you all smoke, you all go outside.
1: Right. You, and you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. I do know what you mean. Because I'm a yeah. smoker. I've, you know, I've had yeah. those relationships with people.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I
1: wouldn't talk to you in work, but outside when you're left just standing there looking yeah. at each other.
0: But but really, what's the intention? And what's the intention of lying? Like, what what do you need from that? What like
1: attention? That's. But that's, I think
0: some people get addicted to the feeling of telling a lie. Like, right. ooh, they almost get a fix from or it. Or they
1: want to be that that person that you know in your life. Yeah. Like, oh, that's Carol. Like, man, that she has bad luck. Like, things are always happening to Carol. Yeah. Meanwhile, Carol's full of it. Carol doesn't do anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. But she tells so many lies that it sounds like, oh, she got robbed last week, and then she right. lost her purse, yeah. And then her cat ran away. Yeah, and her mom just died for the third time. Yeah, and you're like
0: always a victim.
1: Yeah, those yeah. people. Those people drive me nuts. I yeah. work with a guy like that now every day. It's yeah. Me. Remember when I did the meditation for men episode about whiners? Yeah. The guy who's always why not me? Why him? Why me? <laughs> right. That's this guy I work with. But this guy makes up so much stuff that it just it contradicts other lies he'd already told you that you knew was a lie oh yeah and you don't want to call him out on it because it's just going to drag on the conversation
0: yeah well i think too the other thing too is like you have to look at like who the type of person that you're attracting so the people who lie or believe in lies or are fake are going to be attracted to that guy because they're going to believe everything that he's saying
1: right yeah oh yeah Like,
0: I don't attract a lot of people that, you know, are fake or like BS. Because I can just read it and feel it and be like, and we're done here. No. okay.
1: In my my personal life, no, I don't. But it it sucks is it seems like because I meet these people at work. It's like a place where I I can't not have to associate with them. If I didn't work here, I wouldn't be hanging out with this guy.
0: Yeah, I know. So really, like, if you're having, I mean, I can tell you... If you don't think you can just automatically shift in one hot second, I'm here to tell you that you can because I know this is a terrible example, but I'm not going to lie about it. I did lie when I was 14 and I came home. I can't remember what happened. Um, And I remember I'm pretty sure mom like slapped my face off right then. I remember specifically like this will never happen again. Like I'm not doing that ever again. And I didn't even, well, last week I did tell somebody, I'm like, oh, that was a total accidental lie because I I said one answer and I'm like, oh, the accidental lie, that's this answer. You know, (laughs) it was like work information, but I right in that, that was an energy shift of like making a conscious decision of this is never happening again. I'm not doing that again. All you have to do is just do something different. You know what I mean? I'm not saying everybody's out there lying. I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're trying no, to I'm be not. more authentic.
1: Right. I'm and, not saying that, like, the world, you know, obviously everybody does lie. I'm not saying that, like, yeah, don't trust anybody. Right. But if you know the signs, it'll at least let you know this person is being authentic or this right. person is not. And they're not worth your time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying your life gets so much easier when you are authentic because all the right people will come into your life. Things will be easier. You'll attract the right jobs, circumstances. You know what I mean? It just becomes so much easier.
1: I find it's just, this is going to sound kind of backwards, but you know why I feel that I am more authentic and honest with people is because I have a crappy memory. I can't, (laughs) I can't remember a lot of shit. I sure can't remember lies I've told people yeah and so i do find it's a lot easier just to be honest because then three years from then when they're like oh hey remember that time you said blah blah,", blah? maybe i do maybe i don't but right. chances are i probably did say that you know what i mean yeah. blah 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 if you just i don't know i just i feel like i have to be honest because i can't i don't have good enough <laughs> memory to remember shit. yeah like the guy at work like he'll lie and then by the end of the story lie again about a lie he's already lied about well, and then what it does
0: is really that messes with you because then you're asking yourself questions during the conversation. So you're not even paying attention to what he's really? saying. No, because I'm not in listening. your mind, you're trying to figure out,
1: hey, Honestly, wait. in my mind, I'm usually trying to skip episodes on a podcast I already have going on in yeah. my other ear. And I hate to say it, but a lot of my answers to this guy is like, I know. And I don't even know what I'm agreeing with. And that's what yeah. makes me nervous now that you brought it up this yeah. episode. Is what have I agreed to? Only just because keep shaking I your can't. Head
0: no, like I, you
1: know, it's funny. I'm, I do the opposite. I'm always like, right, yeah. right. I always have the yes nod and the eyes no. that are don't like. Don't let that shit. in there. Yeah. Damn, I have no idea what I've been agreeing to.
0: Yeah. See. All right. So today's lesson is: don't lie. Just be authentic and be
1: authentic. Be genuine. Yeah. Be yourself. Be honest. And if and you your do intention that,
0: comes through.
1: Right. And if you do that, you'll pick up when other people aren't. Yeah. Or when they are.
0: Yeah, for sure. Oh, and one last thing I want to share before we head out this week is that you, so your body is like just a whole receiving organ. Some people might not believe it, but we take information into our bodies, right? Like through our eyes, ears, nose, mouth, and through touch, skin, right? So you're taking information in your body. Also, if you're kinesthetic, you need a minute to process information, and so it like goes through your body, and then you can respond. So if you are kinesthetic and you need a minute, so when somebody's like, "Hey, hey, hey, I need an answer," and then you need a minute to process, like a lot of times you'll feel it in your stomach. You know what I mean? And this is really for anybody, not just kinesthetics. This is a. Uh, so if somebody's putting a lot of pressure on you, or if you have to make a big decision sit with it ask yourself in your body what if i said yes and you'll feel it or what if i say no and you'll feel it and it'll be two totally different feelings i can't right. tell you what it'll feel like but you'll know it's two different f- feelings one for me is it feels like i get punched in the stomach the yes for me is like ocean calm to me like like you know when you're like floating on your back and it's just like calm and quiet yeah yeah that's what yes is for me so there's times where i'm like "Ooh, should i be doing that and it's like yeah and i'm like okay or i'm like what if i say no to that or yes to that and it punches me in the stomach i'm like hard pass i cannot and so your body will tell you you know what i mean when people are like "Ooh, that's woo and stuff no it's just science i mean your your body is taking information in all the time and so use you have it use it to your advantage
1: right right.
0: yeah all right jeffrey well we will be back again next week
1: yes we will
0: some other funky fresh topic
1: yep maybe i'll have that i'll have that guitar done by then i can show you that as well. oh yeah
0: let's do that okay cool well i will see you again next week have a good one
1: all right peace
0: okay bye